got to know you're just going to lay there and take it the first time. Yeah. Nobody's on top. I was on top the first you're time. You're on top what? first? I never told you this. You animal. Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat. Welcome back. I am refreshed. Oh. I am. I look cute. I feel good. I'm ready. <laughs> Girl, go. First of Rise all. Rise and grind. First of all, this episode of Girls Gotta Eat is brought to you by Away. Away makes first class luggage at coach prices that allow you to charge your phone on the go. For $20 off a suitcase, go to awaytravel.com slash GGE and use the promo code GGE. Also, thanks to Figs for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Figs is an amazing company that makes stylish scrubs for people who deserve it most. Figs is offering you 15% off your first purchase by using our code GGE at wherefigs.com. Yes, and thanks to Postmates for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. For a limited time, Postmates is giving you $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Download the Postmates app and use code GGE obviously. Also, thanks to FabFitFun for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value over $200. Use coupon code GGE for $10 off your first box at www. Why am I saying that? FabFitFun.com. Like you don't know. Like said, you don't know. Like that's not tattooed on your arm. It was written on our thing. I haven't said www in a decade. Um, well, we want to talk about, we just got back, we got back from Canada, but um, let's just say what live shows we have coming up and what's available. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So by the time this will come out, we will have just gotten back from Minneapolis. That's so not happening. Minneapolis is over. You uh, guys were amazing. Probably. <laughs> just kidding. We know you are going to be. Probably. Watch something terrible happen. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah. Then starting on the 21st, we go to the Midwest. Uh, Detroit is sold out. Cleveland um, has September tickets 21st. left. What did I say? You just didn't say a month. Oh, sorry. September 21st, Detroit is sold out. Um, then we go to Cleveland the next day. That is not sold out yet. Columbus is sold out the next night. And then finally, Pittsburgh on September 25th. Um, it's a huge, gorgeous venue. Pittsburgh is like a great hub for like hip hop. So we're going to have great dancers. Uh, that is a giant venue that is not sold out yet. Um, and then we go to Charlotte, Atlanta, and Charleston. Charlotte is about to be sold out. Yeah, like a couple tickets 10 left. tickets. So if um, you're listening, just check. And then Atlanta... Atlanta sold out so quick. Um, we may or may not do something else. I don't know. Don't quote us on that. We're going to see. We just didn't know it was going to sell out that quickly. Uh, I was looking at center stage, you know, just trying to stay humble here. Uh, Sierra isn't sold out at center stage. Get out of here. Sierra isn't like what? in like a few weeks or she's in September and it's not sold out. I was like, whoa. I am fully John. I know. Before. So we're just really uh, so flattered and honored and can't wait for that show. And it's going to be amazing. I'm not telling you what I'm, I mean, you'll find out eventually, but Me, what I'm booking. I'll find out eventually. What I'm booking for the, like the, the show opener. I don't tell me. I'm, okay. And then the Charleston still have plenty of tickets left for Charleston, huge venue, Charleston music hall. So and that's all in October and obviously stupid You can get your tickets. Yes. Um, we just got back. We went to Toronto and Montreal, Canada. Ugh. People are so nice. I mean, I just love Canada. It's clean. I know it was great. I don't know if I love air Canada, but 
No, I'm going to go on record and say, fuck Air Canada. We screaming. were screaming fight in the airport. We were trying to check our bags and there was 12 people in front of us. I counted 12 people in the baggage check line. We were there fully for an hour in line. Yeah. That was crazy. I know. If our flight wasn't delayed two hours, <laughs> we would have missed it. Um, got in a, I got in an actual screaming fight with somebody. <sighs> I love when you fight people in the You airport. weren't even there. I know. When you, I fight you people left in my stuff. I got back and my bag was just sitting in the middle of the airport and I was like, she got murdered. If she wouldn't it have was, left my stuff here. Safe. Um, I am a little crazy and irrational, guys, but the fight that I got in the airport was not my fault, and other people stuck up for me. So people are great. Um, Toronto was beautiful. That show was so great. We opened with Spice Girl Drag Queens. Can't even believe it happened. Dreams coming true. So they did a medley of Spice Up Your Life. I forget the song in the middle. It's like a slower one. If you want to be my lover. No, that ended with wannabe. I don't know. I didn't know the middle song actually. I knew it. I I just can't remember the name of it right now. But if you guys want to follow them on Instagram and check them out all over Toronto, it's Spice Queens Live on Instagram. They're incredible. They're incredible. Spice, I mean, come on. Spice Girl Drag Queens? What? And you know, I'm like weirdly attracted to drag queens. Yeah, I want to unpack that for a second. I can't unpack it. I don't know what to tell you. No, I don't think it's weird. Like when. I dated this guy who was very into trans porn and I was yeah. like, oh my God, what is wrong with this person? And I started, cause I was younger. I didn't know oh, right, about yeah. it. Like I don't, I'm going to back this up by saying like, I started to like look into it and I started to Google like, is there something, is he gay? And then I realized that trans porn is like one of the top categories of porn on the internet. Like, and just cause like you're turned on by something doesn't mean you are that thing or is there anything wrong with you? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it's cool to say that. I'm not really out. Like I'm not going home and masturbating. Uh, I don't know. That's not, I'm not like really watching trans porn. And it's just, I feel like I'm weirdly attracted to drag queens, like in drag, like when these men are dressed as women, I don't know how to describe it. I'm not attracted to the man when he gets out of the drag. Like uh-huh. it's weird. It's because it's like this mix because they're still a dude, but they're this hot woman. I don't know how to describe it. It's very crazy. Like there's one here and um, there's uh, the first time I noticed it, I went to this drag brunch here in New York and the drag queen is named Miss Ritzy Bits. Mm-hmm. She was, we tried to get her for the holiday show because she does the flips and stuff, but we had a, an, another amazing one that does like all the crazy flips and stuff, but Miss Ritzy Bits. And I remember I was just like, why am I like tingling down there at this drag queen? <laughs> Anyway, I don't, we don't, I don't know we we're going to talk about this, but uh, Toronto was incredible. That was such a highlight of the show. You guys were incredible. That was our biggest show yet at the Danforth Music Hall. The crowd was amazing. And then we went to Montreal for the Just for Last Festival. And obviously we can't say enough things about, enough great things about the, them, the festival. They're so wonderful. It was like all these comedians were all in the same hotel. It was like summer camp for comedians. It was the best week of my life. I stayed up till six in the morning, three nights in a row. I just want to, I'm in bed at 1030 yeah. normally. I really, no drugs, barely drank that much up all night long. Yeah. All my friends were like, you didn't, you didn't do any drugs. No, no drugs. Just up till six in the morning. It, well, Cause it was like, we would go to like a midnight show. So then that ends at one 30 and then there's an after party. One after party was comedy central. One was Netflix. And like there's their open bar, there's food. I mean, it was the most fun I've ever had. One I dream. really, and I, we did cool stuff during the day. We had great food. I did not know Montreal was that French. It is French. Oh, it's the first language. It's so French. I just was like, they're going to accept me for my true croissant colors. They're fancy. It feels fancy. It's France's fancy. 
But it's so Would close. Would you rather be in Montreal or Paris? Oh, psh, girl, please. <laughs> Bitch, please. Paris. Montreal all day. <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to our episode about Paris, Ashley and I went on our, one of our first, our first international vacation together in Paris and we could not talk enough shit on it. So go back and listen to Yes, that. it's called Let's Talk About Traveling. It was probably last March, mm-hmm. March 2018, real early in the podcast. And March two, yeah. And, and our friendship and... We were like, let's just say a few things. 20 minute intro. That was the start of probably long intros. We just couldn't stop. Couldn't stop. We actually wrote down all the restaurants we couldn't get into. I fucked a guy in London. It was a long episode. (laughs) (laughs) But they were great. Thanks for coming to our Canadian shows. Yeah, we can't wait to meet you. Um, I want to give an update on the charity. We um, haven't really been talking about it, but a, a month ago on July 8th, we started our charity for Immigrant Families Together, which is an incredible organization that is helping families reunite that were separated at the border and they're doing a lot more. That's just kind of the mission. But um, we have raised almost $10,000 for them, which is so great. Thank you, so guys. Be, yeah, so thanks, guys, for donating. And um, this is going to be a last call. So I think it's like 9700 or something that we raised. We'll obviously give you guys final numbers with that, but we really would love to get to 10K. So I think we're going to shut it down the end of this week. That will be exactly a month. And we'd love to at least give them $10,000. We'd like to give them a million. So last call for that. Again, girlsgotepodcast.com and uh, click on charity and you'll see it there. And again, they're doing wonderful work. If you want to hear more about us, talk about their mission and what was happening at the border, that was the July 8th episode. But yeah, Immigrant Families Together, they're really wonderful and you can still donate for a few more days this week. Yeah, I'll put it on our Instagram story too. People can okay. swipe up easily. Um, okay, before we go to the episode, I do want to talk about you looking for an apartment because this is very funny to me. <laughs> Um, I decided like last week or no, two days ago, last night, sorry, last night, yesterday at noon. Yeah. I I decided two nights ago that I want to move. I want to upgrade my life. Mm -hmm. I am single, childless in my thirties, successful. How how long did it take you to find a building? I... Twelve hours, twenty minutes. So, I was wanting to move. I just want to have a a nice or apartment. And I've lived I've lived here in this like abandoned building for like two and a half years. And I was just like, I want to move. So I went on this site called Street Easy, and I see this building that I did not know existed. It is a block away. I've walked by it a million times. It is a brand new, beautiful, insanely luxurious building. And I was like, I live there now. And so went the next morning. I saw three units. Uh, and the middle one, the first one, I was like, I don't, I'm not feeling it. I, it was the way it faced. I was like, it's going to be too loud. It was too small. The second one I walked in, I almost started crying. I was like, I can feel it. I'm supposed to live here. I felt this before every place I've ever lived. I walk in and I, I know I can, I can cite every you start crying. Yeah. I like, I don't, I'm not like a crazy basket case, but I can feel it. Like this is where I'm supposed to live. I have to live here. I won't take no for an answer. And I felt that. And then they showed me another one after that, that had like a terrace. And I'm like, Nope, I'm, I already decided. And so New York is crazy. If you, if you live here, you know, if you don't, you don't know, maybe San Francisco is the only other city that's really this wild, but it's literally like a race to who can give them money fast enough. And so I, what I should have done is went and got a certified check from the bank and brought it back to them as like a good faith deposit. But instead I went home and I filled out the application and got all my financial stuff that they needed. 
I should just give them the money because that makes them take it off. Like they take the listing down, like it's yours. And then if they approve you or they don't, I go home, I'm ta- I'm getting all my fa- financial stuff together. And I'm they're like someone else once already applied for this and they're trying to bring a check in. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I run out the door. I am running to Bank of America, running. Bank of America closes at six. It's like 515. And I don't even know if I can get a certified check at this time. I'm literally running. I'm sweating. It is so intense. And I said, please let me know if this other person brings in the check. So I know if I don't get it and I can like stop running and I don't have to go get a check from the bank. And I'm like refreshing my email, refreshing my email. I was almost there and I got the email that said, sorry, this other person just brought it in. I was like in the amazing race and I, I literally just had to stop in the middle of the street and like turn around and go home. It was the worst feeling in the world. New York real estate is fucking crazy. Like when we say race, like we really mean like 10 minutes, you have 10 minutes to get a check. Yes. And like, or, or less. And I just was like, I can't believe this. Like I, I mean, I didn't cry. I was just like, oh, okay. I mean, I'm a big, like what's meant to be will be. That's not where I'm supposed to live. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I can't believe this. I missed this apartment that I felt that I was supposed to live in 10 minutes. And so they really were really apologetic and they want to, wanted to work with me. I was like throwing Hail Marys. I was like, I'll promote you guys on Instagram. Like I was just like, I, I couldn't get over it. And I'm like, maybe this guy's or girl, maybe this applicant's a part, like, uh, application will fall through. Maybe they won't get approved. I don't know. And so they have a few more units left in this building. It's a brand new building. Um, so they're just trying to fill it. I'll be the first person to live there if I get this apartment. And uh, I went back today and they showed me every single other one they have. There's like six empty units and they showed me all of them. And I chose one and it it's pretty baller. It has a terrace. I'm super excited to have outdoor space. And now we wait. <laughs> I handed over the check. I woke up first thing this morning. I went and got the check. So I had it in my hand and like I walked around with this realtor for an hour and looked at every single thing. And then I was like, so I had the check on me and like, can, do you think we could, they'll give me this and we'll see guys. And we'll you're going to, you're going to hear next week. Like I, I will, I will fi- probably find out within the few hours. So I'm like recording this intro, like so hopeful and just like, I can't not live there. I can't not live in that building. I can't, I have to live there. I like feel it in my bones. Like last night at dinner, my, I was with girlfriends and they're like, you seem distracted. I'm like, I am, I'm like trying to do this thing it just has to happen I just feel like I'm like with you on this ride you only did this for 48 hours and like I'm just like I'm so triggered first of all it took you two days to find this apartment it took me six months to find my apartment (laughs) I started looking I I like through the winter time I'm on the street and freezing cold waiting to get into these places I'm begging realtors I cried at our agent's (laughs) office because I lost one of the apartments it was so humiliating I had a nervous breakdown most of January all of February it took me so long to get an apartment it's all I talked about. I was like a broken record. People couldn't stand being around me. Everybody's like, how are you? I'm like, apartment, apartment, apartment. People are like, I don't even want to talk to her anymore. This is so crazy. You found an apartment in like 24 hours. I don't understand how Life comes at you fast. That is crazy. I, I don't know. It's weird. I feel like that happens sometimes with me where I'm like, oh, all right, well, going to do this. And then you just, it just happened. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to be in a dark place if I don't get it. Cause then it's like, I won't live there, you know? And like, it's, I have to live there. I I'm like that too, though. I, I love instant gratification when I see something, I just want it. And I have a hard time letting go of things. Cause I've very rarely ever found a problem. I couldn't fight my way through yeah. um, or argue my way through. And like, that's just not one that you can argue your way through. It yeah. is so frustrating. I um, but I do think it's just nice to be at an age where you've like worked your whole life and you've like 
a massed amount of money for yourself and you're like, I'm going to do this for me. A husband is not going to do this for me. My dad's not going to do this for me. Like, yeah. I'm going to do this for me. And oh. it's such a beautiful feeling um, to be in your 30s and be like, I've worked my whole life for this and I deserve this. And it's just, I know. it's a really nice feeling. It really feels so amazing. I'm like, I just, this is like where I want to live. I sh- and I can, I can afford it. I, I did this on my own and I, we'll see. We'll see on Monday. Oh my God. We'll see today. And I'm then here on the roller coaster. You'll you. get a, a update next week. But anyway, thanks for being along for the ride, guys. <laughs> um, most importantly, it's down the street from my apartment, so our lives don't have to change. I can still get to you in seven minutes. Well, you go. So Raina lives. Raina and my best guy friend Rob and our friend Meryl all live in the same corner. And I was like, please don't say the street. Um, and she goes, I can't. Was like, I can't believe you're inching just a little bit closer. <laughs> How is this happening? It's like, like the biggest I, city on earth. Just a little bit closer. Just had to get one block closer. I'm glad it shortens my walk here. Yeah. Now I can walk here in the winter. Oh, we'll record in this apartment. Also, guys, the last episode that we record in this apartment will be a total All um, cry. emotional cry fest because we cry. started it here, started from the table. Now we're on the couch. <laughs> started with one mic. Now we have two. Yes. Four if we need it. You never wow. know. Wow. We have four mics. Oh, oh my God. So it's just, Yeah. We just, this, we really, we like built our career in this apartment. All right. It's too soon. Yeah. It's too soon. I could be, I could still be living here till fucking February. (laughs) Let's hope not. Sick of walking. What else is going on? Anything with you? It's been a rough couple weeks. I feel like I'm a broken record about how tired I am. We've been traveling a lot. I'm excited to um, do our last two shows and go to Dewey Beach with you. We're going to Dewey. Get ready. Don't come there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and then my little baby brother is turning 30 and I'm going to Chicago and then I can stop traveling for a while and uh, I cannot wait. Maybe. <laughs> Something else will pop up. I'm God sure. Damn it. Don't, nobody asked me to go anywhere. Um, so anyways, yeah, that's it. Got a great episode for you guys today. Oh yeah. Um, we are really excited. We have a writer. We know that you love sex, dating, relationship writers. We have one in the house with us today uh, with us and Dewey. She is the senior sex and dating writer actually for Elite Daily. She has written for Cosmo, Tinder, Time, and The Cut. So lots of experience. Uh, please welcome to the house studio, Candice Jalili. Hello. This is my first podcast. I'm really oh excited. Oh my God. <laughs> we're excited that you're here. We're, we're, trying to, here. we're trying not to sound condescending like your first podcast. Welcome. I know it's an episode about first, but I'm like, I like it. It's fine. I, we are so happy to have you here. We are. And we're going to talk about about the first time you had sex. We're going to talk about the first relationship you got into. Yeah. Um, that's what we, we've been getting a lot of emails lately from girls that say, I've never been in a relationship. What's wrong with me? I haven't had sex yet. What is wrong with me? Um, and we were looking for the perfect person to sort of address these things. And you are great because you waited a little bit longer to do those things, but you also write about this for a living. Yeah. Um, so I, we would just love to hear a little bit more about you. How old are you? Where are you from? What's your story? I'm 26. I'm from San Francisco. I went to Santa Clara University. Go Broncos. Uh, (laughs) No one knows what the Broncos are. It's a a low-key ham horn. Not not those Broncos, the different ones. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, I moved to New York right after college. That's when I started working for Elite Daily. Um, That's about it about me. (laughs) You You came here and actually got a job. I did, which was really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> that did not happen for me, actually. Right. It was the opposite. Nobody would hire me as an intern. So what do you like to write about? What's your expertise? Um, sex and relationships. I feel like I'm better at the relationship stuff, but I really like writing about both. I just, so I interned at Cosmo, summer going into my senior year. Okay. And I just 
loved it. Like, I mean, I loved Cosmo in general, but what I loved most was a sex and relationship thing, which I mean, I feel like that's Cosmo's main thing. Yeah. Even though I hadn't been in a relationship yet and had just recently lost my virginity. <laughs> they were like, you seem great. You know nothing. Um, you're going to write about this stuff now. so impressionable. What it's like if you can't do teach. You're like, yeah. I had sex once. So I'm going to focus on. I can't be in a relationship. That's why I have a relationship podcast. Right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just felt like by not having a relationship, I had so much dating experience and like single girl experience. Yeah. That turned out to be really relatable because I was able to write it for Elite Daily where lots of young people read that website and it was just nice and it worked out and I just think it's way more fun than writing about any other topic I could have yeah obviously we, yeah. we feel the same way that's why we started this podcast yeah. yeah so I, yeah so we want to just like get right into it okay great um this I don't know where you want to start with sex or boyfriend dating well, I think it's really interesting that most sex and dating writers talk about how to be in a relationship and how to have sex and you were sort of the opposite where you were like I want to talk to the people that haven't had those experiences yet oh um, yeah 100% and so when you and I were talking yeah we can talk about the sex or the dating stuff first but when you and I were talking you were like I developed all these other great skills and friendships and etc you want to talk about the sex stuff first the relationship stuff first um, oh wait well wait which came first obviously the sex the sex so let's talk <laughs> okay. about sex yeah okay so and then just feel free to like Eat it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> okay. We're talking about Ashley's talking- vagina. <laughs> so, oh my God. Yeah. You know, I'm talking. <laughs> and now it's going to be my first time going down on a woman. We were talking about the mic, but that is, yeah. So that's what Candace said night one. She was like, just feel free to eat it. <laughs> do you have oral sex before regular sex? Well, I did. In my whole you life. You did. Like, yeah. like last week or in my regular <laughs> Now life? I'm just trying to think if someone went down on me before it penetrated me. Because do you remember the first time someone went down with you? You were like, what are you doing? (laughs) I I wish I did remember the first time somebody went down on me. I actually think I do remember. I I think it was senior prom night. And it was the guy that I lost my virginity to, but like not for another month or so after that. And I remember him going down there and being like, I don't understand what's happening. (laughs) And you were like, me neither. (laughs) You don't know what to do with your hands or your mouth or what noises to make. I was like, I guess that feels good. (laughs) I don't think there I, wasn't a lot of information out there. There was, I mean, we're older than you. We, I didn't know that like what was supposed to happen. I mean, I guess I knew you could have an orgasm from that. <laughs> All right. Candace, I, you share your experience. <laughs> so you lost your virginity at what age? 20. Okay. And you were yeah. a senior in college. I was, yeah. About I was to be a senior. To, yeah. About to be a senior. Um, She's the cancer. Her birthday's July 5th, guys. Just I'm a cancer. And I was just saying. <laughs> right. Um, I can't believe Ashley's waiting this long about to bring it. up. I'm finally trying to come to terms with it, but I feel it's because we're the best. It's fine. That's why people hate (laughs) on us. Keep going. Anyway, um, I was definitely super insecure about it. Like I felt like this is just this like super weird thing about me. I felt like I was always over explaining it. Mm -hmm. Like I'd hook up with a boy and be like, I'm a virgin, but like, I I swear it's just like my choice. Like it's not just because I'm like weird and don't want to have sex with me. And (laughs) you're very pretty. I'm sure a lot of people want to have sex with you. Well, now now she's giving me, uh, Shoshana from girls vibes. Cause that was her story. She was like a late bloomer remember, And she would be like, but I want to have sex. I dr- I'm not, it's not cause I'm religious. And she tried to have sex with that guy yeah. and he wouldn't do it. Yeah. So did yeah. you, God, there's so many so, questions I have to ask you. What was your hookup status? Like before this, were you like a late bloomer on like kissing a guy? And like, what was your story in like high school so and up until this point in high school? I didn't realize that 
I was going through an awkward phase at the time, physically. I had a mullet and braces in high school. <laughs> oh my God, girl in high I mean, school? I thought that I looked like really hot. My friends had to break it to me when they were raising you, you had a, like confidence and that you shouldn't I, like, have had? I knew I had a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I had a mullet, but I was like, it's fine because I'm like so close. <laughs> when we promote this episode, I'm only, I want a photo of you with the mullet and the braces. Oh, I'll totally give you one. Great. I had a mullet too. I, I was in second grade though. So it was. Okay, I you took it. You really took it through. Thinking I'm gonna get a mullet, I went to the hairdresser (laughs) and said, "I want really, I want short hair with really short layers, which is a mullet." Yeah. (laughs) And I remember my best friend Shannon. Shout out to Shannon. Um, And my mom were both there, and they were like, "Don't do this. This is a huge mistake." Yeah. And I didn't listen to them, and I had a mullet. And braces. So like boys didn't really like me that much, but I truly didn't notice that. Like, yeah, I have really supportive parents. I have great friends. Mm-hmm. I really felt like I was hot and right. cool. But were your friends and, having but my sex? Friends, my friends weren't really having sex. Like some of them were, but not that much. Mm-hmm. In high school. In high school, no. But they were like, you know, getting kissed and like doing that stuff. Yeah, getting fingered. And I had already had my first, yeah, getting fingered. Uh, (laughs) Eat it. (laughs) Feel free to just eat it. Do you remember like you would say like he went up my shirt? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't say that anymore because that's just like not even first base for me. (laughs) (laughs) That is felt up by like six people a day. Anyways. (laughs) Should talk to someone about that. All right. So (laughs) you should tell tell someone. (laughs) If you you see something, say something. (laughs) Someone touches your titties, say something. Sorry, Sorry, go ahead. Some of your friends were fucking somewhere. Yeah. And then by senior year, like braces came off. My friends felt comfortable telling me that I was really ugly for the past three years. Yeah, you didn't see it, but we <laughs> did. Had, yeah, they had to tell me. Because I literally, I saw a picture of myself and I was like, you guys, like, oh my God, this is such an awkward picture. And they were like, no, this is just what you looked like. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I was like, wait, seriously? I had no idea. And they were like, yeah, we had a feeling. You had no idea. Uh, <laughs> Maybe your parents were a little too supportive. Yeah, they were too supportive. That's what happens, guys, when your parents really love you. You just yeah. are out here, like, not you getting laid. You're, you're like, I'm great. I don't know what these people don't see in me. <laughs> that is fully how I felt. Honestly, still, I feel like that a little bit. I mean, it's not a great personality. But yeah, so I think that explains like some of it happening in high school. But then, you know, senior year, I started like hooking up with boys a little more. College, I kept hooking up with boys and stuff like that. But the thing is, I hadn't had sex yet. And it got to this weird, awkward point where I was like, okay, well, I've waited this long. I'm not just going to lose it on someone random. Yeah. I want it to be someone I like, but then I also don't want to be a virgin for the rest of my life. Like it was really this stressful, like, were you at points while you were being physical with somebody that you could have, you think? Yeah. Yeah. No, it would happen all the time. And I would just be like, uh, like I would just in that moment be like, I don't know, like maybe for exclusive, maybe like if you're, and I just, I had this huge fear that I would like how I went to Catholic school. So I think it was like kind of in the back of my mind that Uh I would like have sex and just have my heart shattered Mm -hmm. as soon as that happened. And I mean, that's not what happened, but I was really paranoid about that. Like I didn't want to like get attached to someone. I also felt like I was, I still to a certain extent am really big on the upper hand thing. And I was like, as soon as I have sex with them, someone I'm hooking up with, 
they're going to have the upper hand. I like gave them, it's not just having sex with them. They took my virginity and they got to say that they did that. And that bothered me. I was like, I can't just let any guy say that, which I don't know if it was like a a good way to think or not. I think I maybe wasn't ready to when I was thinking that. So maybe it was a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, we are going to take a very quick break and then we're going to get back to your story, but we need to talk about some of our partners for this episode. First up is a brand I am extremely passionate about and I've talked about them before when we've talked about traveling and it is Away Luggage and these are just super high quality and very cute suitcases that really are the best suitcase you can get for the prices that they charge. So super durable, really lightweight. Like when you get these suitcases, you're like, they're so lightweight. Are they really going to hold up? Yes. You can bag these around. I've had mine for two or three years now. The thing that I love about them the most is how easy they are to travel with. They change the game. If you are still out here in 2019, lugging your suitcase behind you and feeling that weight on your arm, you've got to make a change. They roll so easily. They have the 360 degree wheels. They just, I barely touch my suitcase and it just rolls right along with me, even the big ones. So there, that brings me to the next point that there are four sizes. There is the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium and the large. I have three, the carry-on, the bigger carry-on and the medium, the carry-on perfect for a weekend trip, overnight trip, perfect carry-on size fits in any overhead bin, the bigger carry-on a little bit bigger. Also, I usually can carry this one on, love the size, the medium, your perfect large suitcase, even packed to the brim. It is not going to be overweight. This is great for a longer trip. And then there's the large one. I don't have that one. I assume that when you pack it to the brim, it's probably going to be overweight. If you're moving or you need a huge suitcase, um, again, it's amazing, but I just, the medium size is kind of the perfect large suitcase size. So the medium one with one of the carry-ons, you're good to go. All the amazing colors. You can get basic black, pink, navy, red, and they have limited edition colors that you'll see from time to time too. I just, I can't say enough good things. They change the game. Again, I've had mine for a couple years now. It makes traveling so much easier to just lightly roll the suitcase next to you. They look cute. They're great for your uh, Instagram photos and everything else like that. So again, I can't say enough good stuff. You guys got to get on this and they're totally affordable, risk-free 100 day trial period. So if you don't like them, which of course you will, you can return it for a full refund. No questions asked. And the cell phone charger or the charger, charge your computer, charge whatever. They all come with a battery in the suitcase that charges your most important devices. So we're giving you guys an offer, of course, for $20 off a suitcase, go to awaytravel.com slash GGE and use promo code GGE at checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash GGE and use promo code GGE. All right, I'm done. Okay. All right, guys, next up, talking about Postmates. Yes. Um, I love Postmates. So here's the deal with Postmates. They're the largest on-demand network in the United States of, of delivery. And the thing that sets them apart from other delivery services is not just restaurants, it's groceries, it's retailers, it's pretty much anything that you could want. They will deliver it to you and it's 24 seven. You can get anything you want every single day of the year within an hour. I mean, I think it's great. I don't know what yeah. more you can need. And they also have all these exclusive deals with tons of places. So Ashley always says she gets sweet green from there. There's a lot of delivery services that you can't get uh, basically anything you want from. Postmates is the only one that I think you really can get pretty much anything you want. Really anything you want. And if, there are state laws and stuff, but a lot of times you can get alcohol delivered, get your wine delivered. Like it's the perfect thing if you're just like in a pinch and you need this stuff delivered to you. I would say condoms, whatever you need. Anything you need. And you never have to leave the house again, which is my vibe. I don't ever want to leave the house. I don't ever want to get off my couch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, if I move into this apartment, forget it. It's over. <laughs> You're never going to leave again. Never. And winter is coming. It's a great way to meet guys. Yep, exactly. Meet the Postmates driver. Postmate a guy. <laughs> 
or anything else you want them to bring you. And the way that you use Postmates is you download the app. It's completely free. They have menus for everything. They have pretty pictures. It's easy to order. It's a very easy interface. Um, you can browse local restaurants and businesses. You can track your delivery in real time as it comes to you, which is perfect for me because I'm a creep and a stalker. Um, for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So to start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code GGE. That's code GGE for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get anything you need, anytime you need it. Download Postmates and save with the code GGE. Yes. Okay. So back to the show, we were talking about Candace's virginity story. We have to ask you, who was the lucky guy? Um, so I met him out like the beginning of the summer when I was interning. He was super nice. I was like actually hooking up with a few people or like talking to a few people. Uh-huh. But I just, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was like I had gotten to a point of like, I just... Giving less fucks? Yeah, I think it's kind of what it was. Like yeah. I was like, I just don't care. And I'm sick of being a virgin. Like, this is just annoying. Yep. Because that word is so annoying too. Like, it makes you feel like I'm just this like lame prude because you have that title. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like you are. Like, it sounds like you were hooking up with a bunch of guys. Oh, yeah, I was hooking up with people all the time. And I was like, oh, but I'm a virgin, which automatically makes me lose it, which I am very anti that way of thinking. I don't think it's, I, I, I think that for me, it would be more of like, it's just going to get harder and harder to like, guys are just going to be more and more weirded out. I'm not saying that's even true. I'm saying, well, I mean, I know some guys that wouldn't some guys, but but I'm just saying that that was, that would would be in my head. Yeah. Cause you know, it would be this thing of like, I can't just keep waiting this long. I mean, yeah, I think it was just, I don't know. It was like, I couldn't tell you fully what was going through my head at the time, but I really do think that it was a combination of, he seemed like a safe Mm-hmm. person to do it with. He was really nice. And also I, j- I knew I would like be going back to school. So like there was no possibility for a relationship or anything like that. As far as I was concerned, I wasn't going to like do long distance my senior yeah. year of college. Did he know you were a virgin? Did you make I it I told clear? him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I told him. Which I had really gone back and forth on that, but I'm an overshare in general. Like mm-hmm. I can't not. Yeah. <laughs> so not us. We're yeah. private. <laughs> super private. <laughs> so I told him he was super nice about it. It was obviously like really awkward, like the semantics of it, but yeah. like it was fine. And then he was like really nice after. I think it was like the best case scenario of like we kept talking and stuff like that, but it was like just a natural fizzle out when we both okay. went back to school. Oh. We were the same age too. Okay. And I'm always curious yeah. about people that like have this. I think a lot of girls have this mentality. A lot of people wait because they're religious or certain right. reasons. But mm-hmm. um, I think some girls just get to an age and they're like, I've waited this long. Why would I give it up to somebody like so That's exactly unspecial? what's going through my... Or yeah. you're, you're, the, you're the other way where you're like, I've waited too long and now fuck it. Let's just yeah. get it over with. And it was hard though because I was like trying to strike a balance of like, I didn't want to just do it with some rando but then I also just want, I was like, this is just getting annoying. And you've written, you said about like virginity for yeah. Tinder and mm-hmm. some other publications. So yeah. like, do you find, do you any like statistics or do you find so, that like other girls are like this? Like yeah. what do people ask you about? I did this article for Tinder, honestly, because I feel like I get asked about this all the time. And I feel like it was, I was thinking about it a lot when that, I'm blanking on his name, but that virgin bachelor. Mm-hmm. Colton. Colton. Alleged, uh, alleged virgin. Alleged virgin. Did he have sex on the <laughs> show? I was like, yeah. At the very end with Cassie, I think they said they, I think they did uh-huh. or whatever. Ap- like after the final rose, they, they like made it clear they had sex. Right. Okay. So I was just like, people are freaking out over this guy being a virgin. I'm like, that doesn't, as someone who is a virgin, you're literally sitting there being like, 
I'm a freak of nature because this guy is clearly a freak of nature because everyone's advertising the fact that he's never had sex before and making it seem like it's the Mm -hmm. biggest deal in the world. And so I started reaching out to people and I talked to all these different people who were virgins or lost their virginities in their 20s and things like that. And they feel this like deep insecurity about it. So many of them were like, I'm so embarrassed to say anything about it. I'm so embarrassed to admit it to me, especially guys, but like girls too are so, so, so embarrassed. And it's like, who cares? Like we're making this push against slut shaming, which Mm -hmm. I think is great. But like also if someone doesn't have sex, whatever. Virginity shaming. We shouldn't be doing that either. Yeah. And so that's what the Tinder article was about. And also I talked to this lady about even what is virginity like everybody has different definitions like I had a one of my college roommates told me that I wasn't technically a virgin because I had like slept in a bed with a boy or like hooked up oh with a geez boy. I'm like that person sucks <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean and there's I, I personally just I lost my virginity at 18 right before I went off to college I, I, yeah. I'm glad I just got it over with because I was like kind of worried and it was with my boyfriend and it was this really beautiful experience yeah. like I tell people that and they're like oh fuck you we like yeah. literally watched the sunrise on the beach afterwards <laughs> okay. and we were like but it was my, my boyfriend but yeah. I, st- I remember a few times prior to that in high school where I definitely had like the opportunity with a guy that I was like kind of casually hooking right. up with and I do remember this one guy like we were at my parents house and they were going to bed and we were like kind of making out on the couch and he tried to have sex with me and I in this in my head I was like I kind of just want to get this over with because I this was earlier senior year I was like I'm you know 17 most of my almost all my friends had had sex even my younger friends like most of my friends I feel like lost their virginity around that 15 16 Mm -hmm. age with their boyfriend but we'll get to this I didn't have boyfriends and so I just was like should I just like do this just to the cross. And I'm so glad I didn't do it. Oh my God. I can't even imagine. I, I, I guess I was a l- later than all my friends. I was like the dead last one, but it, I mean, now I feel like we talked to so many girls and I, I do, I hate that they have this insecurity about it, but I just, I, I don't know if advice wise, I just, I think some of them are like, what should I do? First of all, I think everybody's really different. I have friends who for them, it really was a big deal. Like they like really did get attached to the guys who they like, I didn't necessarily have that experience when I lost my virginity. But I also think that's because I waited until I felt like I was like emotionally at a place where I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be that hurt by it or attached by it. And I think like knowing yourself and knowing how you're going to react to it, if you're the type of person who is going to be really attached, like wait until you have someone that you trust with that or wait until you feel comfortable with that. And also not rushing yourself just because you're, worried about that title like right it's oh so stupid the last guy i slept with he lost his virginia at like 22 my like main ex like yeah. long-term ex i think he lost his virginia at like 20 21 like later in college like i think yeah. i know a lot of guys that are a little bit on the li- i like, feel terrible quote, unquote, for the guys. Late bloomer yeah but i don't know I, they yeah. they're great and they can fuck <laughs> Yeah, I just it's weird because like I, I I put myself in that age and I'm like, I guess you must have felt so much anxiety. I also talked to two guys this week that both told me they lost Virginia at 22. Yeah. And both of them said like, ah, I was sort of like waiting for religious reasons. Then I realized it was kind of silly. And mm, so yeah. I was going to wait till marriage, but I had both of them lost it to their girlfriends. Um, But in the grand scheme of things, like 2022 is really young. Yeah. And like one of the people that like told me he waited until 22, like that guy can fuck. (laughs) Also, that's funny that you said that. Now I'm thinking about a a friend of mine who I think he lost his virginity at like 26, 27 because he was kind of caught up in the religious thing. And then I think he was like, this is stupid. 
not shaming anybody. If you went away from marriage, do you? I clearly never judge, but I think you see that a lot that people are waiting for that reason. And then they maybe go off to college and they get a little bit more woke or whatever it is. And then they're just like, yeah, I got a lot of people like that for the article too, who were saying that like, is that why they waited? Yeah. A lot of people who were waiting like still because of that or were originally waiting because of that. And then weren't, or we're like kind of doing it for religious reasons and kind of not. I got a lot of that. I think you have the best just, case scenario. Yeah. I feel like if I'm if I'm talking to a girl that wants to have sex to check the box, but doesn't want to get her heart shattered, it's right. like this person that you really don't care about having as a boyfriend, but yeah. you feel comfortable with that you know is not going to hurt you. And I feel like you found like the all the the right things. Yeah. For the that totally. to like, and did you guys just do it that once? We actually did it a few times. Okay. But uh, was every one he, of them just terrible? To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm asking you because like I had, I had sex and I, I was like people like this that's, I, people I, write songs about this I had that experience the first time I was like wait like <laughs> <laughs> okay right so more, if anybody's I, listening oh. to this and they haven't had sex yet like I mean, I don't think we have to say this. I think yeah. you've read enough articles that Candace yeah. has probably written and whoever, whoever else. Like, <laughs> it's not going to be, mine magical. was magical, but like it hurt because it was like a huge black dick. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, it wasn't like fun. There wasn't anything fun about the first time. Like you can't, it was, it's, it was painful yeah. and you can't get crazy. So you got to know you're just going to lay there and take it the first time. Yeah. Nobody's on top. There's a <laughs> oh movie quote. I was on top the first you're time. Oh my God, what? First, I never told you this? You animal. I didn't want to. He was like, get up there and no. do it. What? What? Right he done it I never told you this? Yeah, Why am I forced to say. do this? I don't know. I mean, it's not a hazard. I had sex with that guy for like I 10 so years. I'm so sorry. Ah, I feel I like it's also the biggest dick I've ever seen in my life. Oh my God. Just, I mean, I, I I said it to somebody yesterday and she was like, yeah, that's because it was the first one. And I was like, no, I was fully having sex for 10 years afterwards. And he is still to this day. I can. Yes. It's like getting fucked by a two by four. Oh it was God, enormous. I'm, I can still I'm picture really my exes that I lost my virginity. I can still picture that day. The just looking is. like an anteater coming <laughs> off. Like it was just so big. I can't believe that was the first one that went inside. It's crazy. The point yeah. is I like did it and I was like, people like this. This is so bad. Yeah. I hate this. I fully. And I think I was like, <laughs> I'm hooked top. up with people. Like it'll be fine. Like I'll know what to do. And then I did. I was like, wait, no, like this was not fun. Like I didn't like it. But luckily, pretty much all of my friends had lost their virginity at that point. So they all were like, well, it's just the first time. It sucks. Okay. Um, We're going to take a really quick break to talk about some of our partners for this episode. Okay. We are talking about Figs. You guys have heard us talk about this before. Basically what Figs is, it's this amazing company. It makes scrubs that are stylish and functional for people who deserve it most. Nurses, doctors, dentists, you know, the people that take care of us always um, wear every single day and they make them cute and comfortable. They have yoga waistbands. They come in a variety of styles. There's classic straight leg. There's joggers. There's skinny styles. So you can actually look cute. And these are the people that really deserve it the most. Um, They protect against germs and bacteria. They feature a four-way stretch. They create the highest quality medical apparel. So the medical professionals can look their best, feel their best, et cetera. They're a great company that also gives back. So every time you shop at Figs, they give scrubs to healthcare providers in need around the world through their Threads for Threads initiative. Uh, To date, they have donated hundreds of thousands of sets in over 35 countries, which is absolutely amazing. Next time your nurse, doctor, dentist, dermatologist, or pediatrician saves the day, tell them thank you. You can send them a set of Figs. We gave sets to our friend Lee. She is a nurse and we sent her really really cool cute things to wear at work and um she loved them 
And yeah. I was really excited oh, to yeah. be able to give those to her. Yeah. I mean, if you're wearing scrubs, these are the scrubs you should be wearing, hands down. Absolutely. I might get a set. Just we got like a bunch. When we did our other um, re- ad for them recently, we even got some messages like, I love this company. People were like really excited we're partnering with them. I just think you think about scrubs and they're uncomfortable. And yeah. they like feel nasty and they're, they don't look cute. And mm-hmm. like, that's weird to me that a company has never made really cute stuff for these people. Absolutely. Um, who deserve it. So whether you're one of the awesome humans that work in healthcare or someone that wants to say things, to these deserving folks. Figs is going to make that easy by providing you with 15% off your first purchase by using the code GGE. Get ready to love your scrubs. Head to wearfigs.com. That's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com and enter our code GGE at checkout. Yes. Now I get to talk about FabFitFun. I'm so excited. You guys have heard us talk about them before. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. And we're obviously giving you guys a discount. But before that, I want to tell you guys that the FabFitFun fall box is on sale now. The fall one is always incredible. They're all incredible. They're all special in their own way. They just keep getting better. I've been getting these boxes for four years and I swear they just keep getting better. I can't believe all the stuff that you can get for the price that you're going to pay. So fall box. Also, some of the items are customizable. You can choose. I can't even believe all the stuff is that comes in these boxes. There's a scarf, anthropology travel yoga mat. There is a ceramic styler, a flat iron, teeth whitening kit, uh, Kate Spade lunch tote, cheese board, what the, the uh, t- skin products for your there's a cleansing mask there's detox pads there's these beautiful earrings uh bobble bar earrings cosmetics i love cosmetics they're one of the brands that you're going to find in there aromatherapy deep relaxed roller ball uh <laughs> there's a hair towel oh my gosh you got to have a tear if you guys don't have a hair towel wrap when you get out of the shower so you can dry your hair before you blow dry it's uh, such a game changer the fall box is out of control just, just a casual flat iron scarf yoga mat nuts so you know i almost bought a fly iron last night for a hundred dollars. Could have your FabFit Fun box. Yes. Well, I'm going to wait for the FabFit Fun one now. Exactly. So the fall box is incredible. These boxes always sell out fast. You've got to sign up for yours today. It's always over $200 in product, more like 300, honestly. And you are only going to pay $49.99 per box. But with our code, you're only going to pay $39.99. That's crazy. Yeah. And they give back to, they support female founded companies and charities. So we're giving you guys a discount as always. Again, like I said, it retails for $49.99 but always has a value over $200, more like three. Use coupon code GGE for $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. That's $10 off your first FabFitFun box when you use code GGE at www.fabfitfun.com. Whew, okay. Get that fall box. Get your box. Yes. And now we're back. Okay. So back to what you were saying about like Virginia. We, we really just haven't talked about this that much. So I'm so glad that we are talking about it. Um, and I like that we're like giving people advice for like what they should do. Because it sounds like you had like a really awesome experience. Um, <laughs> I think she's like, I don't want to say awesome. I was like, awesome. Awesome. Strong. Yeah. But I, think, I had the awesome Yeah. Experience. You had the awesome. I don't want to take that from If you. we're ranking <laughs> stuff, I had the lowest <laughs> enjoyable experience. Um, my, one of my go- girlfriends lost her virginity in the backseat of a like van. Oh my God. In the oh my parking God. lot. Wait, I'm so scared. Of like a TGI Fridays. Oh, oh my God. God. I hope she Just got jalapeno I on Valentine's worse. Day. No. Did they go at least to Fridays and get apps? You know what? I bet. Let me, let me walk that back. They did go to Fridays for dinner oh, and then okay. he took her to like, Silver Lake, lot. you know, like that area. Is, I'm, like, I'm okay. like a small town. I'm okay. just saying it was like lookout point. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they had sex in his parents' van. Oh my God. And she came over afterwards and 
course how, I hadn't had sex how yet. How was she feeling about it? She was like, what the fuck? <laughs> she was, I think we were sophomores. Yeah, we were sophomores. He was a senior. And I mean, it was just so crazy when your best friend has sex. You're like, oh my God, tell me everything. And it is it's so anticlimactic. It's really weird too. As someone who watched like most of her best friends have sex before, it's weird when you're like, wait, we are like the same person. We're so close. How have you had an experience that I haven't it's, had? Yeah. And that like, probably breeds the insecurity too, where you're yeah. like, why am I different than you? Exactly. And like my friends were never like condescending about it or anything, but like there was this feeling of like, wait, there's something like, can you guys teach me? Like, what is this thing that you're all doing? I love what you said of just like you and same with me mm -hmm. and maybe Raina too. Like you've been in situations where you could have lost your virginity and you're like, yeah. this just isn't the right. And I think women's intuition is so strong mm -hmm. and listen, you'll know it's right and it's right. And it doesn't have to be your boyfriend. It doesn't have to be a random. It can be somewhere in between. It can be whatever. Yeah. But I think you'll know. I can't imagine a situation when which a woman, a girl doesn't know that this is a good thing to do. Like, I think you will, will feel that. Yeah, no, like, I, I feel comfortable. fully agree. I think that would probably be my best advice is just to go with your gut. Yeah. I went with my gut. That's literally what I did is like, I just couldn't explain it other than I just knew I wasn't ready. And then I knew I was. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I was ready because he asked 12 to 14 times. <laughs> and I was like, this yeah, guy I'm say sounds yes. like a monster. <laughs> and then no. he made you get on top. Yeah, he is literally terrifying. <laughs> I probably had like an in-between type of experience. Like it wasn't special and wonderful, but I wasn't like upset and beside myself. Right. He wasn't the most important person in my life. We weren't in love, but he like was somebody I was dating. Um, and I... I probably would feel a lot worse about it if we hadn't like on and off slept together for so many years after that. Right. Cause it wasn't special in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was disappointing and like, yeah, if I could do it all over again, wave the wand, I wouldn't have done it. I would have waited. And I just thought all my friends were having sex. I'm going to have sex. He asked a bunch of times, I guess we'll have sex. Yeah. Yeah. And just to wrap it up, whatever, if it's not a big deal, you're 22, you're 25, whatever. It's so not a big deal. We're like guys, no plenty of girls as well. It's just like, get out of your head about it. Also sleeping around yeah. isn't such a prize either. Yeah, all the sex no. I had until I was 20, none of it was good right exactly <laughs> none of it was enjoyable all these one night stands and no orgasms I, none of that was good yeah. yeah and if you're a little bit older and you listen are listening to this podcast mm -hmm. you've clearly heard us talk so much about sex toys and dildos like yeah. you can literally practice so you like know what it's gonna feel like is that a gross thing to say no, we had a friend tell us that she <laughs> that she did that she, she was like I took my own virginity she was like I popped my own cherry because I didn't want to she was like scared she would like bleed yeah so she like shoved something up oh, that there that was another huge fear of mine I forgot so, that I but had that's that. what I'm saying like yeah. I, I don't know if this is like going too far yeah. but I think if you're like I'm 22 I don't know what it's like to be penetrated I'm worried about it I think I would feel more comfortable sticking a dildo up there oh interesting I mean I was so young like at least like you're, pre you're prepared for yeah, what this absolutely. feels like you can kind of almost practice and then you're like an old pro <laughs> when it's finally a real dick <laughs> I don't think it's I love this advice uh, <laughs> like, this advice I'm giving right here I love this advice <laughs> stick a dildo in yourself I am crushing it. All right, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> no. Let's talk about relationships. <laughs> Speaking of dildos. So, yes, when you and I were like fleshing out what to talk about in this episode, you yeah. said that you had waited quite a long time to have your first relationship. And I thought that was so interesting because the other thing we get a lot of emails about is like, I've never had a relationship. What is wrong with me? And it's like, nothing is wrong with you at all. And yeah. um, so I'd love to hear your experience and like what you've found to be like, quote unquote normal or the norm but you you never really dated anybody seriously till you were 23 no and I'm still with my first boyfriend at 23 actually I had one short-lived boyfriend in seventh grade but other than that so okay so he's <laughs> okay so you lied to me yeah I'm so sorry so you had a boyfriend I came here on grade. false pretenses 
Um, You've probably done another podcast too. <laughs> Did you oh do a God. podcast in seventh grade? I would never. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, I did do this podcast in, in middle school. Um, okay. So, so you were that person. Look, you, you tell your story. Um, yeah. So I already mentioned to you guys my high school situation. Yeah. The mall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Couldn't get away from her if you tried. No, I'm just yeah. Honestly, probably. Um, but I still thought I was really hot. So I was just kind of like, eh. <laughs> Like, I like that everybody's like, please don't do this. You're like, doing it, did it. I just am dying thinking about you being like, oh my God, what a, a gross picture of me. And they're like, that's what you look like. <laughs> Literally, they were like, I think now is a safe time to tell you, you look like that. Oh my God. And like, we still chose to be friends with you. Yeah. But yeah, so didn't have a boyfriend in high school. I think I was much, I don't know what I was more insecure about. I think I was technically more insecure about being a virgin. Because I had a lot of friends. I still have friends who aren't in relationships yet. Mm-hmm. So I think I would look at that and be like, it's not that weird. Like I, I friends with these people, I can vouch for their like sanity and normalcy. And yeah. I sort of felt that way too. And I also had like, as I said, guys that I was like seeing. And I think people don't count those as relationships, but they are like, you're learning from those experiences. Like even if you go on three dates with a guy who is kind of a douchebag, that's still something Mm -hmm. you know I like where you're going to sit with it where people say what's wrong with me I never had a relationship that doesn't mean that you haven't had a ton of sort of relationships and at least experiences even if it wasn't like a serious long-term in love relationship yeah 100% and I really kind of like not to shade anyone who's in a like a serial monogamist or whatever but I think you miss out on a lot if you're in a relationship all the time all the time I really do and like I just, especially in high school and college, I feel like those are such formative years of like getting to know yourself, trying to figure out what you want in life, trying to figure out who you are and like what you're looking for, what you're not looking for, and just like developing friendships and close relationships with your family. And I just think because I didn't have a serious relationship, I was able to spend that time focusing on like making these really great friends who I still have today. And I think that relates to like now that I'm in my relationship, I feel so much more like... I'm not scared of being single. Like I was single for so long and I was fine and I have great friends who will still be my friends whether or not I'm in a relationship. Yeah. I I can relate. Like I I had dated, the first person I ever like dated in high school, I was a sophomore, but even like middle school, I didn't have boyfriends and stuff. And I was like wildly insecure about it because like everybody else was having boyfriends and I was not cute. I was in such an awkward phase. I didn't get like decently attractive till high school. And so I dated this guy that was a senior, but I was a sophomore, but we're not boyfriend, girlfriend just for a few months. I'd had like little, things on and off here and there. I was having experience, but I didn't have like a full blown, like this is my boyfriend until I was a s- end of senior year. And then not really again, much in college again, dated, fucked a ton of people in college, <laughs> but like I can like count on one hand, literally the amount of people that I've been boyfriend, girlfriend with, and I am well into my thirties. <laughs> and so I, I was like, so when I was younger, I was insecure about it. And I was always scared. Someone was going to bring it up yeah. or like think I was weird because it's just this thing that you do, especially, I mean, and I think just the culture's changed a little bit. Um, we're all yeah. like significantly older than you, but just like all my friends had boyfriends and they were doing these things. And I was like, I don't have this thing. Am, am I weird? But then I, I had so many girlfriends and like, I still to this day, I'm like kind of shocked at the amount of girlfriends I have and the amount of like separate friend groups that I have that like I travel with. Like I literally call my best best friends, like so many different friends all over the country. Yeah. And I, I've never, we never even had a live show hardly that I had to haven't had friends in that city and the same with you. And yeah. so it's obviously brought us to where we are now. I'm so happy being single, but I just can kind of relate when we, we knew we, we knew that was your story and we were going to have you on. I was like, this is kind of my story too. I didn't yeah. fully even like fall in love 
for real, for real to I was 30 years old. Like, it's just, I haven't been the girlfriend girl. I've been the mm-hmm. single girl forever. Yeah. And I think it's brought me to where I am now in this like wonderful place in life and made, have so many life experiences and saved so much money and made so many girlfriends along the way. But I think people, it, it gets in people's head this like, I've, I've never had a boyfriend. I'm like 23 mm-hmm. Like, or I've only had one or like, what is how I'm literally not living the same life as my friends. Yeah. And I think that's always going to be a weird thing, especially when you have such close friends. Like I was saying about the sex thing, it's like, there's an experience that you're having that I haven't had. And that always is going to feel weird. I think, especially when like, even on TV, like all of your favorite characters are always have like boyfriends and things like that. And you're like watching that all the time. But I really just don't think it's at all any marker of your worth, whether or not you have a boyfriend, you know, and like, like literally who cares, first of all. And second, like statistically speaking, you're going to meet so many people. Odds of them being your perfect match and you getting into a relationship with them are not that high from of all the people in the universe. And I think a lot of the time, even if someone wants to date you and you didn't want to date them, I guarantee most people who aren't in relationships have had an experience where they could have dated someone and chose Absolutely. not. Absolutely. I feel know? like that too. My mom would always just say, you're too picky. And like, I'm, I'm like, and I'm just like, selective. I think that's a good thing. Because I like being alone. Like not... Yeah alone, alone in like a cave, but like alone, single, having fun with my girlfriends, like living my life. I could have had a boyfriend every day of my yes. life if I really wanted to. I would have found somebody. I really think that but is it was, so it was, true. It's a choice, I think. Mm-hmm. It's not because nobody's going to date you. It's not like you're some hideous person. Exactly. And even if you are, there's someone that's also <laughs> equally hideous. Like it's yeah. just, you, it's, a choice, I think deep down, whether you think it is or not. Yeah. I really think it can get to a place where you, and I, I kind of feel like when you get to this point, it is kind of your fault, but I think it gets to a point where you've been rejected and I've been there. Like I think most people who haven't been in a serious relationship in their twenties get there at some point, but I think you're like, okay, I've had X amount of experiences when I liked someone so much and like hoped that this would work out and it didn't. So then you start assuming like, oh, it's totally not going to work out. I'm just going to guard myself from it not working out. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm going to start freaking out over like every little, like he takes two hours to text me back. And I'm assuming like, oh, he's going to ghost me. I should just be ready for this to be over. And yeah, you manifest it. Yeah. And I think that mindset can kind of become like a self-fulfilling prophecy. What do you think, Rena? I don't even know if I know your full history. I mean, you're definitely, you haven't like always been the single girl like I have been. No, I had a boyfriend my whole senior year in high school. I had two boyfriends in college and I've had three to four, the fourth one's sort of iffy, but three to four serious relationships since college. I lived with two people. I was with somebody for years after that. Um, I don't know, but on and off, but I, I think that I've been off long enough to know exactly what you're saying, which is like, I'm fine being single. I have lots of friends. Everything's going to be okay. Like, I know that like, whether I'm in a relationship or not, I'll be all right. And I feel good. Yeah. Um, I am not a serial dater. Like I've had long periods of time in between each relationship. Yeah. This is the longest I've ever been single. Right. Um, for a couple of years. But the last, like you were saying, like you could have been with people. The last relationship I was in, I loved him. He was a great person. I could have moved to DC and been with him and been relatively happy. And I didn't need to not be with that person. And probably for him too, he could have been like, yeah, I guess I could stay with this person, Mm -hmm. but I I would rather be single and be really happy than in a relationship with somebody that I'm lukewarm about. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. And you just learn so much about yourself. You gotta be single. Like I just, I, I mean, whatever, again, I just hate to, I don't ever want to shame anybody because I have good girlfriends that had a serious high school boyfriend, came to Mm. college, met their husband, 
freshman year in college right. and are married with children and they're wonderful and that's great and they're not the, then they're they're independent you know they they're not yeah. these like incompetent wives yeah I don't think like but there's I, anything it's just, wrong with that I think you just but. get so much out of being mm-hmm. single and like learning to do stuff on your own like I just I think it's, just, it's I think it's always a bad move to go from like your parents house to your husband's house I, I don't know I think you agree. can learn so many things being on your own yeah and I just I hate the idea of like oh, I'm single, so I'm so lonely and I'm alone in the world. And it's like, you're really not. Like, you have so many friends. You have so many other, like, ways to fulfill yourself. Having a boyfriend, especially for someone who hasn't had one. Like, how do you know having a boyfriend is going to make your, like, feel this? Right, that's a good point also. I look at a lot of other people's relationships and I think, I don't want to be in your relationship. I'd rather be in no relationship than your relationship. There's plenty of other relationships I look at. I think they're wonderful and I'd be happy to be in them. Yeah. But I have a girlfriend or I had a girlfriend. We are no longer friends. Um, Her husband was great. They met when they were 16. She is 34 now. So they've Mm -hmm. been together most of their lives. Oh my God, that's crazy. And I always thought, like, would you rather have checked that box so early that you've never had to think about it ever that that box is just her husband's wonderful they're a great couple um so early that you never had to think about it again or would you rather have waited a long time and had all these other experiences because she is somebody who like and we're not friends anymore because i just i i thought that she was really incapable of pretty much doing anything without like on her own yeah. She couldn't yeah. travel alone. She could make plans on oh her own. My God. She didn't really seem to know how to have girlfriends even because she didn't have get to have those times in her life where like you build those friendships. Yeah. Like you were saying, you have all these friends all over the world, all over the country. Yeah. Like I think sometimes it stunts you. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not envious of her at all. Um, I know you're talking about. Yeah. I want to know how you met your boyfriend. We met at a bar, the Sloppy Tuna in Montauk. <laughs> we know <laughs> it. We know it. You been? Yeah. Um, so I, it was like my birthday week and we had, I had actually just stopped hooking up with someone who I had, I loved him and he did not love me. Oh. For like, I mean, not in like a, I mean, been it there, was girl. sad, but like, yeah. it's just like a, that happens to everybody kind of yeah. thing. Um, And I finally was just kind of over it. It had been like, two months of me like really being over this and I was not looking for anything which I feel like that's so cliche that's what everybody says but I really wasn't and I was out and he came up to me I was wearing a bucket hat he asked how I got it I said (laughs) I sucked 87 dicks for it what I don't know it was just a joke that came to my mind I did not expect that to come out of your mouth (laughs) it was proud (laughs) it was a weird it just it came out of my mouth I said it, <laughs> but I'm proud. And, and he was like, this is the girl I'm going to put a ring on. And he literally that day, like after, so I just made that joke to make fun of my other friend really in retrospect. I was like, you think that's a lot of dicks. My friend Nora sucked 127. Yeah. 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 And I just kind of thought <laughs> it was just a way to make fun of Nora. And so I left and was just making this joke about Nora and she was getting upset. And then, uh, like, Nora, you slut. You're like <laughs> yelling it across the bar. They're like, she's like, I can't, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> she's last time you and Nora hung she's out. She's really not a slut. We hang out all the time. She's a great gal. She sucks uh, dicks all the time. What she's a, at 187 now. What a slut. That Nora. <laughs> I've heard about her <laughs> on the streets. <laughs> Just kidding. They call her the sloppy tuna. <laughs> of course, Nora was at sloppy tuna. <laughs> the bar is actually named after Nora. <laughs> I hope she listens to this. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Nora. Anyway. Oh, man. So... That happened and I just left and he came 
up to my best friend from I call everyone my best friend. I'm so I so like it's Ashley. So it's annoying. Yeah, every every song is my favorite song. People song. get so I do that too. Yeah. So cancer of us. Ashley hasn't brought up being a cancer in so, twenty minutes. So typical. Um, yeah, I'm like that meme of that guy that's like his the veins are popping out. Yeah, of his I know. Head. I haven't <laughs> brought up. Yeah, I haven't brought up cancer season in twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we make that meme? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so he came up to my best friend Morgan. Um, he was like, "Is that your? Are you friends with her?" And she was like, "Yeah, literally been friends with her since we were 12 And he was like, well, "I'm gonna marry her one day." Oh my god! He really said that, but I also think it was kind of like a move he was using that summer. I mm-hmm. think he was just like saying <laughs> he said it to girls. every girl. Yeah, he's like, "For the one I marry, I, I will have yeah, said it to her." I think he literally was just coming up to girls and oh being god. like, "This is mind blowing." I think we're gonna get married one day. It's a good move. Um, and so though? he was like, can I borrow your ring to Morgan? And Morgan like gave him her, she has like one of those Cartier love rings, gave it to him. And he proposed to me in the middle of the sloppy tuna. What? Your boyfriend and proposed you the day he met you. He proposed to me the day he met me. But it was a That's fake what you proposal. Get when, you just, when you wait to have a boyfriend. Then. To your, then. In your 20s. 20 minutes later, he made out with another girl. What? <gasps> oh. <laughs> I can't believe he did you so dirty. Was it Nora? He did me <laughs> Was it the sloppy tuna? Um, yeah, so he did that. And I was like, done with you. We're not hanging out. Whatever. But he had my number at that. Well, So he had thought I left the bar when this happened. But he's literally in the back of like my group pictures with my friends making out with another girl. That's so wild. Just and because he was drunk, you think? Yeah, I think it was just like, I mean, to be totally honest, I would have probably done the same thing. <laughs> okay, like, that's I fair. Like I'm not. There's no rules at the sloppy tuna. Yeah, that's no fair. Rules. That's fair. Um, but I was like, I'm not talking to him again. Like he's right. gross. He's going to marry that girl. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He probably proposed <laughs> to her right after I left. <laughs> and then he's proposing the, to her in the background of your picture. Like, <laughs> Morgan, isn't that your love ring? <laughs> Morgan would have Can you imagine he goes back up? He's like, can I say that ring again? <laughs> proposes to, to another girl. Morgan would have literally physically hurt him. Um, but after that, he had my numbers. So I was there for like four more days in mm-hmm. Montauk. We both were. And he would just call, not text, call me every Ooh. single morning. Wow. I would wake up to a call from him. What, what? time? Like, I'm thinking 9 a.m. ish. Too early. And yeah, so it was like, if I a would man wake up, called me at 9 a.m., <laughs> I wasn't answering. He doesn't know me. I would wake I don't up. Even call you see, that I like calls. I'm not a texter, so I actually kind of like that, but I would wake up to these voicemails from him and he'd just be like, Hey babe, uh, it's me, Brian. Just want to know what our plan is for today. And I was like, at first, I was like, this guy's like a psychopath. Right. And then he kept doing it. And I was like, okay, this is actually kind of funny. He wore you down. It is funny. He literally was just acting like we're in a relationship. That's that is like funny. Pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty funny. And he was like, okay, like finally, like I was just ignoring him. And finally on the last day, he was <laughs> like, you guys, are you guys taking notes? <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> do nothing. We can't stress this enough yeah. to you guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we went on our first date in the city when we were back and the rest is history. Wow. Yeah. Was it weird for you navigating like, okay, I've never been in a relationship. How do I do this? Yes. A hundred percent. I mean, I felt like that even at my most serious relationship when I was like 29, 30, where I was like, yeah. I haven't been in a relationship like this where I'm like head over heels in love. What are the rules? What? Are, yeah. I'm like, we're, we're going to live together. There's conflict. I don't, I mean. Conflict right. was the hardest thing I think for me to deal with my first relationship because I was like, 
every time we have a fight, I was like, are we broken up? It, oh my God. Same. Yeah, every yeah. time. And I, like, we actually did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think conflict was like the hardest thing for me because I didn't really expect, I mean, I'm like, I have all these close friends. I've, I'm, I've hooked up with all these guys before. Like it's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, not as many as Nora. But, but. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not as many as Nora. Um, yeah. So I'm, I th- yeah, I'm but, so curious yeah. like how this progressed. So, like, how did you know was, how to be in a relationship? It was really, so at first it was like fine. Cause I don't know. I do think one of the things that worked for us from the beginning was I just, I was kind of saying this earlier, like I, I decided for my own sanity that this time around, I wasn't going to be like stressing about whether or not he likes me mm-hmm. and just kind of like, instead of looking for signs that he doesn't like me look for signs that he does. Yeah. And like just kind of shifted my mindset. It made me a lot less psycho in the process. And like, I think it made things a lot easier for both of us. It was just a very easy relationship. Like it wasn't very stressful. It just happened pretty naturally. And then the first few months of the relationship were like fine. And then I don't even remember what our first fight was, but I remember, Oh no, it was before we were even officially dating. I saw that he still had Bumble. And I was okay. like, how did yeah. you know that he had Bumble? I saw it. Like he went to go pull something up on his phone to show me. And I like saw it there. And he had been using it or that he had the app. It was a recently used app. Okay. All right. That was my you know how those. I, I know that some guys will get in fights with their girlfriends and the, men are so stupid. They think they delete the app that deletes yeah. the profile and it doesn't. Okay. But he was fully on it. Yeah. So he was on it. I mean, we weren't exclusive yet. He wasn't like technically doing anything wrong. Right. And so I was just like, it was killing me. Like I'm not a confrontational person. Mm -hmm. And when you're hooking up with someone, like confronting them about anything is like hell. Yeah. And you're like, I don't even know what to do. It's my first boyfriend. Exactly. And it's like, (laughs) it felt like he was my boyfriend, but I was like, he's not. Yeah. yeah, I was really like just (laughs) deathly afraid of this conversation. Absolutely. To the point where I tried to bring it up one time. Oh God. My friends were like, you got to say something. And I was like, I, I literally don't think the words will come out. And I like amped myself up one night, like when I got drinks with my friends, I'm like, okay, you're going to go, go over to his place and like say something. <laughs> um, I like fully did not say anything that night. And then the next morning I wake up, I'm like, okay, I have to say it. I was like, Hey, can I talk to you about something? And he was like, sure, of course. I go, <laughs> I actually have to throw up. And I literally ran to the what? bathroom. You had that much anxiety? Threw up because I was dreading saying something. And you were so like, much. I just want to tell you about my eating disorder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> This is so funny because I really feel like we are bonded because the cancer thing, but I am so opposite of you. Whether I had a boyfriend or not, I've never in my life been upset about something and not spewed it out that moment. I I can't hold back. This is I'm glad. I mean, I hold back on those things. It's good sometimes. It's good to like not fly off the handle like I do. Were you raised in like a household where like your mom? Oh, sorry. I don't even know what you're going to ask. But I'm just curious. Like my mom, like my mom's a therapist. We are, we're Jewish. We never met a feeling we didn't want to discuss. an extremely open family. My mom literally openly says that she thinks holding things in is cancer. Like if I ever. Oh, thank God you brought up cancer again. (laughs) So sorry. It's on my mind. (laughs) Cancer season. (laughs) 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 Cancer season. Yeah. So it's just not even the way I was raised at all. And I'm really open like. With with your friends and stuff. Family and stuff. Yeah. But. I even I'm not good at expressing feelings of discomfort well, or anger. Was your mindset and like partially I really like this guy and what if this like exactly. br- if this ends it? I think it? that's what it was. Like and you don't so, want to even hear what he has to say. He might be like, "Listen, yeah, I am on Bumble and I don't want to do this anymore." Literally, that's exactly what I was expecting because as I, it's like that feeling of like, "Oh, that's what would have happened all before, the other times." Absolutely. Before. 
And so finally I did muster up the courage to say something to him. And he was like, oh, like he was like, first of all, I literally haven't been on a date like since we've been hooking up. And he was like, I go on there sometimes because I think it's like funny, but here, look, I'll like delete it right now. And yeah. like deleted it and then sent me like as soon as he left, like this really long text being like, I, I, he hadn't been in a relationship since high school. And he was like, I hope I'm not doing anything to mess this up. Like I like that kind of thing. And I was yeah. like, um, are you the same age? Uh, yeah. Well, he's one year older than me. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, so I think him being so receptive to it when I did have to say something that one time helped me a little bit in the conflict department. So as our relationship progressed, I still would get like, I don't remember what our first fight was when we were dating, but I do know that I was like nervous to bring something up when I was upset about it. Mm -hmm. And he literally called me out when I finally said something about it. I guess I was like prefacing it with like, I really have to like tell you something. Like I, I just like, it's going to bother me if I don't. He was like, you can just say it. Just like, say it. You don't it, yeah. have to like worry Oh, I think it's it. frightening to say those things to somebody. Mm -hmm. I think the Bumble thing, the, the dating app thing comes up a lot. I think yeah. it's an ageless problem. I think everybody's like, my man is still doing these things. Yeah. I to say it. And I think people are really afraid to say that. But if you say those things in a nice way, a calm way, mm -hmm. a not super negging, negative way, yeah, if, like the responds, yeah. Yeah, if the person responds, yeah, if the person responds in a negative way towards you that person I'm sorry like they don't like you that much they yeah. don't want to date you they're not worth your time um, and it might not be personal yeah. and it's not that you're not great beautiful wonderful they just don't want to be in a relationship yeah. um, if you could friend somebody in a nice calm way and they're like you know screw you I'm going to keep doing this right yeah. or how dare you ask me about this so yeah. you guys have been together for years now right yeah three years for three years yeah Um. and do you talk about the future like marriage yeah yeah, I mean, I don't want to get married anytime soon, but we do like openly talk about yeah. that. Do you feel like you're worried? Like this is my first boyfriend. I'm going to marry my first boyfriend. Oh, that's I definitely crossed my mind. But then at the same time, I'm like, as I said before, I'm like, I had these other relationships with guys yeah. that I feel like are valid. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm happy I didn't meet my first boyfriend when I was a freshman in high school. Right. You know? Or even college. Yeah, or even college. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like think about it, but it doesn't bother me that much. Really. Good. Yeah. And I, again, that could be a male, female thing too. Oh, totally. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure your, your boyfriend's great and he's not out here like, Oh, I haven't been with enough girls, you know, I, no. but I, I think it's also like you love this person and you, exactly. you get, you're excited like, by them. It's kind like, of like, I'm happy. I don't know who else I would want to be in a relationship. That's, yeah. With. And I think like, we I get these emails sometimes that is from a girl that's like, I've been, this only is the only person I've been with. Person. And I, I, yeah. I feel like he wants to move forward and get married. And I don't know if I'm ready for that. And it's like, you might be trying to come up with an excuse because you actually don't want to be yeah. with this person. Absolutely. Like I you're just being like, oh my God, you're throwing a roadblock in just because he's not the right person. Yeah. Like if you start asking yourself those questions, I mean, if you have doubts, never marry that person. Or yeah. I just think what? doubts are like, if you're having a doubt about a person, definitely don't just, just agree to spend the rest of your life with yeah. them. Yeah, I think I get like, if I put myself in the shoes of someone who truly hadn't been single, like I know some people who like have had just the same boyfriend forever and have those freak outs where they're like, I, I don't know what being single feels like. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I kind of understand that where you're like, this is just like a part of life that I never experienced and like having a freak out about it and like just being able to be independent and be on your own a little bit before you decide to spend the rest of your life with this person but on the flip side if you've had that single experience and you're still having doubts 
I mean, I don't really know what to tell That's probably not the person for you. That's all. Yeah. Like, I think that those are two different things. Like, being yeah. like, okay, I love this person, but should I have had this, like, time when I was single? Yeah. That's different to me than being like, I don't know if this should be the last person yeah, that I, I ever agree. date. Right. Um, and I, those are, I can't even imagine ever having to have that conversation with somebody. That must be so painful to be yeah. like, I love you so much, but, like, I need to have, like, an experience for myself. Right. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And if you are truly questioning it and that voice is so loud, then, like, Definitely maybe you should try. Yeah. You know, and maybe that isn't the person for you. I've, I, I really think like it's one of those cheesy what's meant to be will be like if that's the person you're supposed to be with you can come back to them eventually I also just like that you have started your adult life with this guy like yeah this hasn't doesn't seem to have like held you back like you seem like your career's moving in the right direction and I think that's cool that you guys are these 26 27 year olds that live that have been together for years that live in New York City and are just like living your life yeah and I think that's just a full testament to how long I got to be single yeah I really strongly believe that like I think I got to have so much time to like figure out what I want to figure out what's important to me to figure out like my deal breakers in a relationship to I just feel like I know myself really well because I had all that time and I waited for the right person who let me be me and had similar values to me. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I think that's like a really good way to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, I do too. uh, I'm just, I'm really excited because we've wanted to do this topic for a long time. And I just, I always feel sad when we get these emails from girls being like, what is wrong with me? And it's like, nothing. Nothing. It's so normal. (laughs) Also, if you have people in your life that are making you feel bad about it, cut them out of your life. As far as your friends go. Like your friends, like your real friends will never ever even throw the slightest bit of shade about you being a virgin, never having a boyfriend, whatever it is. Like they, who cares? That shouldn't matter to them. Right? who cares? So, and also like, this is so fun that you get to be single and you get to like focus on your friendships and focus on all of these other cool things and like hook up with guys. Would you rather be settling for like some lame guy who you don't even like that just much? Just to have and a boyfriend. Th- just to have a boyfriend and then have to like dump him eventually because right. it's, like that would just suck. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we did this. Thank you for Thank being you. here. Um, where of can course. people find you and your writing? Um, first of all, follow me on Instagram. Candice Jalili, J-A-L-I-L-I. It's hard to spell. And you can just go on my website, com, And I put most of my articles on there. Okay. And maybe you'll write a book Forever. one day. Oh, yeah. And I'm in the process of writing a book. So we'll, we'll how did I know? It. Please buy it when it comes out in like yeah. two years. <laughs> we'll promote you guys, it. Two years from now, just keep a lookout. Mark your calendar. Amazon.com. I'm sure we'll Barnes still do this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, thank you for being here. This was really great. Of course. This was so fun. My first podcast. Yay, well, you, you did it. it. So many firsts. All right. Well, thank you so All much. Right. We're going to say goodbye to you. We're going to do a little outro amongst ourselves. Okay, but great. again, thanks for, thanks for being here. Of course. Right. Thanks for having me. Okay, so it's just us. We, just the two of us. <laughs> we can make it if we try. Just the two of us. <laughs> you and Actually, I. Actually, like, this episode's really long. I was like, let's sing a duet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was such a fun time talking to Candace, but it's just the two of us. So now we can be our raunchy selves. No. Uh, we can be disgusting now that she's gone. No, that was, I loved the message there, but we were like, we really need to like raunch it up. So we obviously dug into our emails for your, that took a turn. Thanks guys. Thanks for being so disgusting. That took a turn. This took a turn. I forget what we even called this it. Took a turn. This took a turn. We got in there and some of the ones you guys have sent us, we hadn't even seen and they are some doozies. So before, well, let's, if you, if you're just now listening, you're just not tuning in, you don't know this game. It's is what it sounds like a conversation or an experience with some somebody, a date, whatever it may be that just took 
a fucking turn. Um, I have to say, I've not read any of these yet. Ashley was giggling her ass off on the couch <laughs> finding these. So I'm excited to get into them with you guys. Oh my God. <laughs> so let's, let's dive on in. Um, this took a turn. Oh my God. This first one, I cannot. <laughs> I'm going to experience this with you guys. So way back in high school, I met a guy at math camp. <laughs> what? And since I, and since I literally, (laughs) she was in all camps. And since I literally spent the summer at math camp, I think it's pretty safe to say that I didn't get much attention from guys back then. So when this guy, Will, was interested in me, I was very excited. We started texting every day and he came to visit me a couple times. So after a while, I decided to return the favor. I drove three hours to his house. And when I arrived, he offered me to show me around his property. He brings me up to the to the top of the hill and I literally stop in my tracks because in front of me are three 15 to 20 foot tall wooden crosses. <laughs> oh my God. What? Now I'm from North Carolina, so trust me, I've seen some religious shit in my day, but I dead ass <laughs> thought this man knew I was a virgin and was preparing to sacrifice me. Instead, he explains to me that when he was four years old, his older sister got brain cancer and eventually died. Wow, this is a buzzkill. Um... He showed me this beautiful stone bench engraved with her name and was telling me all about her. And obviously I was tearing up because it was so sad and awful. And all of a sudden he starts trying to make out literally seconds after he's telling me about his sister's horrible, painful death. Oh my God. Then when I thought it truly couldn't get any worse, this man started fingering me on his dead sister's bench. Uh, What? I can't. I cannot. This is not the end of this. Oh my God. I had never hooked up with a guy before and didn't talk to my friends oh, right. back She's then. She's just like in high school, okay. About stuff like this. So I kept it to myself for years until a few weeks ago when I was listening to this podcast. <laughs> I was trying to think of anything that's happened to me that would be relevant for is this weird submission. This traumatizing memory rose to the surface and I can't stop thinking about how insane it is and I didn't question how weird this was, I guess, at the time. Um, anyway, thanks for helping me remember the story of how my math camp boyfriend got turned on by telling me about his dead sister. This is so what? twisted. Obviously, if you know, it's a sad, terrible thing what happened to a sister. We're not making jokes about it for those of you that don't understand comedy. But this is shocking. It's shocking. What? I can even understand a man being turned on by like your empathy and your sympathy. And he's telling the story and you feel like you're having this bonding moment. It's like this beautiful thing between the two of you. You don't start fingering her on the bench. Fingering her on the bench. On the sister's bench. Why don't you guys fuck on the grave? <laughs> Why don't you guys go find where the gravestone is and just fuck on it? Why don't you bend her over the gravestone? <laughs> this is shocking. This is so wild. And I love that she's like so young. She's like, I'm a math camp girl. Yeah, I'm she a was virgin. In high school. Like, I wouldn't know how to stop this at that age. I barely know how to stop this at 30. Uh, no. I'd be like, do you want to move to the grass? So oh, you can this finger guy me? seems sick. Oh, God. And the giant crosses, 20 foot tall crosses. Oh, my God. What would you well, do? I would, uh, yeah, for sure. First thing, first thought is I'm getting sacrificed. This is like, <laughs> this is it for me. Had, I had a good run at math camp. <laughs> I hope you I hope you really enjoyed that long division, girl. It's like there in crosses, they're just giant plus signs. Because I know you love math. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this one? I'm you, so excited. You just got to kind of strap in. Um, it's some text. I'm just going to read it. Okay. This took a turn. Matched with this guy in Tinder in early 2018. We exchanged numbers and talked about getting together for drinks. He then has to postpone getting together until after... Whatever. Now I'm going to read. That's all you need to know. Matched on Tinder, exchange numbers. So his first text. Hey, Jenna, it's... I'm going to give him a name. Hey, Jenna, it's Tom. Hey, Tom. 
she says, maybe we can plan for one night next week. Tom says, sure. Monday and Tuesday, blah, blah, blah. Gives his schedule. Jenna writes, okay, right now I'm pretty open Wednesday through Friday next week. So just let me know what day works for you. Tom writes, sounds good. Let's talk early next week to figure something out. She says, perfect. She touches base. Hey, how are you? Still interested in grabbing a drink at some point? So I guess... I don't know how, how long went there. Whatever. She touched base with him. Right before the election. Right, yeah, I guess plans. before the okay. before the week started. Hey, how are you? Still interested in grabbing a drink at some point? He writes, hey, sorry, I've been really busy with work. Things are really busy for me until New Year's. Let's meet up then. This was December 20th. A little understandable, but I'm calling it after this. It's December 20th. If you're telling me we're going to meet up after New Year's, I don't know you. I'm just kind of like, okay, that's never going to happen. Totally. She writes, okay, sounds good. Let me know when you're free. He writes, will do. On Thursday, 20, Thursday, December 20th, Tom writes, will do. Okay. Nothing. For months. Months. Monday, March 11th. <laughs> <laughs> Monday. What? We're in a new year, people. Monday. We're in a new quarter. Monday, March 11th. Hey, Jenna, how's it going? Hi, who is this? It's Tom. We matched on Tinder a while back. And she writes, I love this girl. Oh, right. Ha ha. You must have been really busy these past few months. <laughs> LOL. And he writes long story, LOL. Then he writes, my ex and I got back together, but now we are done for good. She writes, how can you be so sure it's for good? <laughs> like she's therapizing him now. She's like, he goes, about that. she packed her stuff, left her engagement ring on my dresser and left this morning. And I was your first text. You didn't text Wait, your mom. Hold on. Let's unpack this. Jenna writes this morning. Sorry, but I'm not looking for a rebound. You should also probably take some time for yourself to get <laughs> over her. Tom writes, fair enough. Jenna writes, good luck. Tom writes, thank you. Can this we just is, get on? This on. is the end of the interaction. That's it. Thank you. Let's just wa- rewind and realize that he proposed from December to March. So he was going to date somebody on December 20th, then somehow got back with his ex enough to propose. He was living with her too. She left her stuff. She was, they were living together. He's fully engaged. Something, how, how does this even happen in a three month span of time? He lived a whole lifetime in three months. And then to ask her out, she left this morning. What? What? Why? And he reached out to the girl from Tinder? Why are you sharing this with me? Why? You don't need to tell me that she left this morning. Like, you can still smell her perfume from when she put it on after the shower this morning, and you're already texting me. Tom, lie. Uh, Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking right now, unless Jenna altered these, which I'm sure she didn't, because you guys are sweet angels that would never lie. When he wrote long story, because she was like, you must have been busy. He wrote long story, LOL. And then he just kept going. Like, Jenna didn't say what happened. She wasn't like, what's the story? (laughs) He just was like, my ex guy and I got back together. Just less information. She packed her stuff, left her engagement ring on my dresser and left this morning. I think it's romantic. So are you free tonight? Yeah, I think it's romantic. He's been thinking about her all this time. He was just waiting for her <laughs> They're to leave. definitely together. Jenna and Tom. He's like, Jenna, 2020. I've been, I've been hoping for the day she leaves me and finally it happened for us this morning. <laughs> well, I feel like we're always like, men are liars. Why do they lie so much? This guy's like so honest. And you're like, whoa, do less. <sighs> yeah. It was a lot of information though. It's just also like this guy's cuckoo. Like just December 20th, he's singled, ready to mingle on Tinder. And then in that span, he gets engaged to his ex. Like I, <laughs> what percentage of the time do you think the success rate on this is? Like I know. when the, somebody's like, yeah, my fiance left me this morning. Do you want to go out? Like, what do you think the success rate on a text like that is? I what girl on earth would I, say yes I to that? I think some. 
What? I don't know. I f- I'm feel- I'm not, and again, no judgment. I don't know that I would be that girl, but I think there's something there of like, there's that innate thing of women wanting to nurture and help a guy. Some women would go. <laughs> yeah, some women would jump off if a you, bridge. Listen, you, I don't know. Ladies, if you're listening, don't go. Don't DM us. <laughs> We're going to do a poll. We're going to do a poll on Instagram. If you're listening right now, we're going to do a poll. Just please don't DM us. I do want to know what you have to say though. I just don't want hundreds and hundreds of DMs saying I I, I would go, I wouldn't go because we won't be able to keep up. I want to do a poll and see who would go. Okay, part of me, okay, I tell you what. I would go because it's our job. The content. I would have to know. You'd have to know. Because like it's for work though, you know? But, But even like if it wasn't, I think I don't, I actually don't think I'd go I would go for the comedy, but I think if I wasn't a comedian and didn't have this podcast, I, st- I just want to know what happened. Like, Tom, give it to me straight. So when did you get back together with her? Obviously, it's December 21st. And so you guys got back together over the holidays. You spent Christmas together. You spent New Year's together. And then when did you propose? When did you propose? Tell me the proposal story. Like, I'd be like, but we're buds now. I'm never going to date you. You're fucking psycho. <laughs> But we're she- real comfortable with each other, though. <laughs> I can ask you anything. You clearly want to tell me everything. <laughs> Wow, Tom, you are wild. That guy fucks. That guy is crazy. That guy sucks on your finger. Right. <laughs> right his new hot move. All right. It's <laughs> not my new hot move. I was like when somebody slips a finger in my mouth while we're fucking. A little bit. Okay, you like mind that it's their dick? It's fine. We're going to move on. <laughs> you got okay, finger fucked? Not finger banged, finger fucked. I like, like to take the finger and like 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 lick it like the around the tip of it like you're miming a blowjob with somebody's finger. Yeah. That's what you That's the move. If they've washed their hands. Okay, anyway, we'll talk about it on another episode. <laughs> they washed. Their fingers were probably inside of you. You know where they were. All right. Anyway. Okay. Next email. Quick background. My first year of college, this guy in my English class who I had talked to like all of three times asked me out on a date. I politely declined because I wasn't interested. Fast forward to the fourth year. He sends me this. Via DM. Okay, so this is an Instagram DM. Um, This is only one side. This is just him. Okay, we're going to change the names on this. Anyways. Hey, Jen, Sarah and I are looking for someone to have a threesome with sometimes. Sometime this week, are you down? This is February 15th. She does not respond. There is no response. Okay. Then she follows up and lets us know. I didn't reply as I'm waiting for like a just kidding or that was a dare or some other excuse. Well, an explanation never came, but something else did. So So then she sends us the second part of this DM. She's never responded to this. This is April 24th. So this is two and a half months later. He sends a photo of a book. No, he's responding to her. Oh, he's responding to her Instagram story of a photo of a book. I've heard really good things about this book. How is it? I mean. Two question marks. Super aggressive. At also three in the morning. Ah, 3.41 in the morning. It's like, this is so wild. Like, it's just so, so crazy on so many levels. Like he wanted to go on a date with her. She rejected him. And he was like, you know what? I have a girlfriend anyway. Maybe want to be a third and maybe threesome? she'll have a threesome. She definitely didn't want to go on a date with me, but maybe she'll fuck me and my girlfriend. <laughs> In she what world? She doesn't want to do the nice thing. Maybe she'll do the naughty thing. Right. And then she never responds. And, Two and a half months later, he's like, you know what's going to get her? Books. Three months. Four in the morning. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so ridiculous. This is so wild. I just love like how... I love that men have no shame. I think women are like, oh my God, I did this embarrassing thing. Should I follow up? Like when you send like a super embarrassing drunk text and you're like, oh my God, do I need to say something? No, men would never say anything. No shame. Men have no shame. You could literally do anything to them. It's so crazy. Like, hey girl, my girlfriend and I are looking to have a threesome with what is it says we're looking for someone to have a threesome with sometime sometime this week 
are you down? No response. And then he just thinks casually two months later, he's like, that book looks good. How is it? Like you got left on red on a threesome request. Doesn't care. Men don't care. I, like I can't buy someone that already rejected enough. you that men that you could literally do nothing to a man that he wouldn't just be like I don't care that's a different day I don't know though it's, it's a new a, day they're, they're they're so different though because like some men like are crippled by rejection they'll never forget it you know what I mean like men I think men are like they are different like I think there's a lot of men that like this no shame and then there's men that like are insecure and would remember the time you didn't text them back forever. You know what I mean? I, I think, think there's I really both. Guy. I, this guy makes me laugh. I feel like I'd be friends with this guy. Like he's hysterical. Yeah. I feel like he's like, yeah, I don't want to go on a date with you, but you want to fuck me and my girlfriend. It's, and then he's like, I don't care if you said no. How's his book? It's so wild though, because like, I can't believe that they chose somebody that already rejected him. Like of all the people they're sitting around and being like, who should we have a threesome with this girl that wouldn't go out with me? How about the girl that wanted to go out with you? How about a girl that liked you? I don't know. There's some people that I wouldn't date, but I would fuck. I would do some weird kinky stuff with, but I wouldn't like ever call you my man. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know. I feel, I feel like this guy sounds fun. He sounds fun. I'd join, you a, book have, club. Yeah. I'd, I'd join a book, uh, book club with Instagram him. handles right there, Raina. Slide into his DMs right now. All right. While Last Ashley one. reads this next email, I'm going to look him up and see if he's cute. Okay. <laughs> well, you got to pay attention because you don't know this. So I'm I don't in, want you being distracted. Okay. Hey, ladies, love the podcast. Duh. She wrote duh. But I would say that. Um, Redownloaded <laughs> re Bumble less than 24 hours ago and already got an absolute gem. Enjoy. Okay, she's talking to this guy, Michael. He's like, yeah, whatever they said before. And he goes, nice. But yeah, I own my own construction company and co-own a chain of restaurants. So what are you looking for on here, though? And she writes, a sugar daddy. Duh. He writes, I mean, if that's what you're really looking for, I can def make it happen. What's your number? She goes, haha, I'm kidding. I don't know what I'm looking for. If something feels right, though, I'm not going to run from it if that makes sense. And then gives her number. He says, I texted you. <laughs> What's up? It's Michael from Bumble. And I knew you were kidding, LOL. I was just going for it. But as for me, like I've said, I own two businesses and I'm a very sexual and dominant man. So I'm looking for a woman who can keep up with me, who I can spoil, take out and have both kinds of fun with and see what happens from there. Are you down for that? She writes, hey there. Well, based on the interview-like nature of this exchange, why don't we go on a date and feel each other out? I also live life at 110 miles per hour. So kind of like someone that could keep up as well. He writes... <laughs> Okay. Okay. Sounds good to me. And I like that because again, I'm, I feel the same way, but just to get your mind going a little bit more, I have a playroom and I'm nine and a half inches and pretty thick too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. We'll go on a date. But anyway, I have this fucking red room and I also have nine and a half inch I have dick. a huge cock. She writes, so she's funny. She responds. Yes. I love her. She goes 9.5. I guess I could downgrade. <laughs> he does a laughing emoji. I like that. He didn't get offended okay, what turns you on? Like what really gets you going? She writes, I mean, blood play and golden showers are cool, but a guy with some integrity intact that waits a few dates before feature pitching me his penis really gets me hot and bothered. Holy shit. I love her. He does more laughing emojis. I like that he's not like taking this and being rude. And he says, I mean, if you can't handle my personality, you could just tell me, but by the way, you're going about it is actually pretty funny. So, and she says... <laughs> Shuts it down. It looks like I'm handling your personality just fine. As for that original proposition, I think I'll pass. This has been entertaining though. Thanks, Michael. I cannot believe the direction of this conversation because I think men like, 
they say these disgusting things and you just never respond. And then they start like saying mean shit to you. And she's like negging him a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's like playing into it. They're both like peacocking a lot. Yeah. And like, this is what that response deserves. Like men that are like, I'm nine and a half inches in a fucking red room. And it's like, you deserve to be made fun of, but he was like a good sport. He was a good sport. This is gr- I like it. I think they should go on a date. I, I think they're well suited for I support it. I like, I don't know a lot of people that could keep up with either of those people. Yes. I, I would shut down that, that I would, two seconds. Like, fuck you, dude. I want to watch them fuck. And she's like, I like blood play. I love her. That was, she's like w- funny, witty, like can write. Like she's, I just love I'm that. shocked she listened to this podcast. Everybody that listens to this. It's amazing. amazing. You guys are amazing. Okay. Anyway, that that's pretty solid. Wild. And actually, if somebody says that to you, I think you guys should steal these responses. This is great. Go for it. Tell them where you got it. Girls got to eat. Uh-oh. Anyway, guys, girls got podcast.com, stupid live shows.com for the live shows. Follow us at girls got podcast on Instagram and girls underscore got to eat on Twitter. And that's it. Thanks guys. Have a great week. Subscribe, rate, review. Bye. That's great. <laughs> 